Dixie Football Nation. Uh, here with me on the show today is Mr. Matthew Carr. Matt Carr, how the hell are you, sir? Good morning, brother. I just want to say I forgot about the Waller and Three Rings thing. <laughs> <laughs> I played enough to remind him. I, 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 I'm not sure it's his favorite clip or not, but he, <laughs> he has been a good sport about it. Uh, it, always, it always makes me laugh because I knew... <laughs> I knew where his mentality was going in in that conversation, but when you say something like that and you let it slip out, then you just got to double down. You know, <laughs> he, I think essentially what he was trying to say was, "Are we only going to go by rings?" But when he said he only has three rings, I said, "Wait, wait what? <laughs> three? And How many do you follow, need?" And then to follow it up, well, we don't we don't go by rings, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh man. Uh, Tony Aguilini is going to try to uh, call in today. We'll, we'll see if he has. He wasn't sure if he was going to have uh, Wi-Fi or not. Uh, he is heading to Gainesville to see the Florida-Missouri game, which is later on tonight. But they've got a bunch of stuff uh, planned for this morning. So him and the wife are heading down early. I think he's playing golf down there early on. Uh, I want to say he said he's going to do about... Um, I don't know if it's a full 18, but I think he's going in at least nine and then they'll go and get lunch somewhere and then, uh, get ready for the Florida, Missouri game, which we'll get into later in the game. Uh, real quick, want to get y'all updated on what happened last night, by the way, for whatever reason, were you bored out of your mind and watched the Minnesota Maryland game? Cause that was a hell of a ball game. Me, we were doing Halloween stuff. We were just, no, we didn't, I didn't watch a single minute, second of it. I wasn't planning on watching much of it. I'll be honest with you. I had it on, on a secondary TV and, uh, my wife got home. We ate dinner. Uh, she ended up doing her thing, which means, you know, bathtub time, you know, saying, see ya, I'm out of here. And so I went and, uh, I went into a scary movie mode. Watched Halloween 2 last night. I'm going to finish up my Halloweens today. Um, I had not seen Halloween 2 through its entirety in a while. I thought I watched it last year, but I must not have because I don't. I didn't remember. It doesn't matter how many times I watch these scary movies. When I watch them a year or two later or whatever, I always, you know, for, <laughs> for, forget certain things. And yeah, and there's always a, ah! <laughs> would you just kill him? <laughs> and quit crawling around on the ground. Lori, my God. 
Get in the running. Get in the running car. Yeah, exactly. Let's hide behind the chainsaws. Uh, but I, I was watching that, and then on on on, on my uh, second TV, I had the Minnesota game on mute, and I was kept watching it. And I was like, man, this is actually a pretty damn good ball game. I kind of wish I had like spent more time investing watching it uh, to catch everyone up to date on what happened. In a bit of a shocker, the Maryland Terrapins, they go on and they beat uh, Minnesota, giving Minnesota now an 0-2 start after, remember, they got got thrashed last week by Michigan. I was kind of giving everyone a break on that first week. I'm like, you know, it's bad enough it's your first game of the season. It's another thing for your first game of the season being late October. So, uh, but... That's that's a bad look for Minnesota starting off 0-2. The final score, by the way, was 45-44. And a young man for Minnesota had 394 yards passing and three touchdowns. His name, yeah. Tug of Viola. He is the brother, the, the younger brother of Tua Tug of Viola. I believe his first name is pronounced. It's either Talia or or Tala Tug of Viola. Uh, he looked good. Wears the same number as brother three, but he is right-handed. It looked weird to me. I was like, would you throw the right way? You're supposed to be left-hand quarterback. <laughs> Quit showing off. <laughs> <laughs> but he's if you get a chance to watch Maryland football, he is worth watching. He's very good. I get Mac Jones has played phenomenally for Alabama, but I guarantee you Nick Saban did not want to lose that young man, but he wanted to go play. And how Maryland talked him into it, I don't know. But, <laughs> but Maryland's got right. themselves a quarterback, and it's fun to watch. Uh, there were a couple other games last night. I did not get dove into that. I'm gonna go and pull the scores up real quick. Um, but I, be honest with you, once once that game finally got over, it was the early game. I, I tried to head to bed. Wyoming beat Hawaii 31 to seven, which is funny because my Wyoming was an underdog in that game, like a two point underdog kickoff, and I thought that was strange. I was like, man, Wyoming's usually pretty good, and Hawaii usually plays terrible on the road. So I threw a so I threw a few bucks on Wyoming, not knowing the game, and I just decided, hey, whatever, dude. I'm like, it's Hawaii, it's the Rainbow Warriors. I don't know about about them going into Wyoming in, in late October and faring so well when it's what's well, 80 degrees back home. So uh, they get the win. Tulsa goes to three and four. They beat East Carolina 30 to 34. They uh, uh, but East Carolina did cover the spread. I want to say it was a double digit spread in that one. So those are the three games. And before we get into college football, we didn't get the chance to get into much this yesterday. First of all, Mike D'Antoni uh, signs with the with the with the Nets to be their offensive coordinator, or however they've worded it in the NBA. They're, they're, so that, they they didn't need one coach, then I got two. <laughs> right, their offensive coach. Uh, so you would expect them to be pretty high scoring. Assuming and and when when you get Steve Nash as your head coach, you got to figure the whole thing is going to be predicated on offense. And then the other bit of news, okay, two things. First of all, the Steve Cohen purchase for the Mets finally went through, so Mets fans can relax. There were a lot of Mets fans that were up in arms because Steve De, look Mayor De Blasio of New York, he has screwed up enough this year, right? He sticks his beak in on the sale of the Mets a few days ago, trying to block the sale. Like, what the hell do you have to do with Major League Baseball? Shut up. 
sit in your office and get voted out next time because you've done a terrible job. They're going to kick out of office. Just knock it off. And he started playing the card of it would be much better for um, the for for the uh, Latino community for A Rod and J Lou to win it and all this. I mean to get the team and all this stuff. And I think from a from a national standpoint, it would have been more in vogue if they would have won it. I'll, I'll say that it would have been cooler. Right. Yeah. You probably would have gotten a lot of merchandise sales, but this is one of the richest guys in the world. He is evidently a diehard Mets fans. If blue buds has taught me anything, the mayor of New York is always hard to work with. Right. Exactly. (laughs) That's a great show. Uh, the, (laughs) and you usually have to get rid of the mayor to get things done. Right. (laughs) And, and, and Frank Reagan answers to nobody. Uh, <laughs> he works to no to, man or woman. Right. He works to the pleasure of the mayor, not for the mayor, as he always words it. Um, but we are looking at the Mets now are owned by one of the richest people in the world. Evidently, the guy grew up a diehard Mets fan. This is great news for Mets fans. This is bad news for Braves fans, national fans, anyone in the division. They're going to spend money. And I'll, I'll tell you something I thought that was pretty uh, I thought it was pretty cool of him. Didn't have to do it this early. And I know he's a multi-billionaire and whoopity do. It's not, you know, it's not that much money to him. Whatever. The point is he he could have waited. He made the statement yesterday after it went through that that effective immediately all Mets employees go back to their regular sal- salaries immediately on Monday. So remember they got furloughed. A lot of these a lot of these yeah. Uh, teams, their their uh, people got furloughed. So uh, that's 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 great news for you know for those people as well. And then the thing I want to get your opinion on this was news yesterday. I forget, I had the guy's name in my head, and I meant to jot it down the sheet, and I forget who it was. But it was it's an NBA writer, NBA insider. This wasn't just like you know Joe Blow at the bar going, you know, what I think is going to happen. This is an actual report that came out about the NBA. So the players are balking at starting December 22nd. They want to go to mid-January, start mid-January. I don't see that big of a deal with that. I'm like, all right, whatever. I really think you should be starting on Christmas Day. We've had that talk. But evidently, the NBA, if they don't start on Christmas Day or December 22nd-ish, Christmas Day-ish, they will not play a 72 game season. They're already talking because you know, remember, normally it's an 82 game season, right? They're talking about if they start mid January, cutting it down to a 50 game season. You're going to lose 22 games off the schedule if you wait about a month to play. And I think what they're doing there is they're going to eliminate a lot of the back to back nights, et cetera, et cetera, because they're, I think what they're looking at is. They don't want to go into a season where they're where they don't know what the hell is going to be going on with the virus and the vaccine and how fast it's going to get out to where you're going to have limited audience or fans, limited right. fans. I think we have a limited audience too, but uh, <laughs> a limited fans. <laughs> exactly. Um, what's your take on that? Because I find that interesting, and I think I honestly think that's going to be more likely to happen. I think I think the NBA needs to come back as soon as they can, uh, just to save some kind of face, man. Like people are already fed up with them as it is, and then they delay it another month. It's just going to keep 
picking man and like you said they're losing fans obviously by by the hour so why, why piss them off more and say let's let's wait another month i think that's the, my take you know i think the one thing you could do to bring fans like a James Forbes back, you know, I, I, I know I make that reference all the time, but the guy used to come on the show and now he, he has not been on since all this started. Cause he just fed up with the politics being forced to him in NBA more than any other sport. And, and it was, it was worse than the NBA. Right. And that's his favorite sport. So it was, it was compacted by that. Right. If his favorite sport were football or baseball, he, 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 he would still be coming on the show. His favorite sport. It's not even close as the NBA. You can ask him anything about any player, any team, and he knows their roster. You know, the other sports, he knows more than the average fan, but I wouldn't call him an expert on, on, on any sport other than NBA. He, so if you're going to win him back, you're going to win that kind, of, that kind of fan back. The one that, right. you, that my, Mark Cuban said that didn't matter to them because they didn't care about his demographic because he's a, he's a white male over the age of 45, right? Um, right. Being there for Christmas morning, I think, would be huge. I'm not saying it's got to be December 22nd, but being there for Christmas morning would be huge because it is what we have come to know the entire my my entire childhood. I believe I don't remember them not playing on Christmas Day. It yeah, may not no, have man. been a thing when I was real young, but it wouldn't have mattered because I didn't grow up in a family that would have put. Uh, basketball on during Christmas as a young kid, but I'll tell you this: by the time I was a mid to late teen, I know it was on every every Saturday. I mean, excuse me, every uh, Christmas Day, and I've watched it. Even if I haven't been locked into it, I've watched it every single. It's been on, yeah, right. You know, even though yeah. we all know that the late games are usually terrible, you're like, you know, I know well, the NBA. I mean, unless management gets into it somehow the general manager or something i just know if, if, if the nba gets back on christmas day you know it's gonna be a lakers game somewhere and you know lebron's gonna make some big stand and piss a lot of nba fans off yeah and that's a lot of eyes that's a lot of eyes on december 25th maybe maybe you don't make him the primetime game just put right. that out there make him the 10 30 game right when you know right. let him play the the clippers because that was the other team that was, you know, up against the. You you could find a way to navigate. And not hell, you put put Zion Williamson on, right on one of the three thirty or the. I feel like they always do like it's it's noon and then around three and then around five or five thirty and then around eight or eight thirty and then there, there's a late game, so put the well, Clippers and Lakers on l late in the evening. The Celtics will be on Christmas Day. Lakers will be on. Clippers will be on. Uh, New Orleans will be on. Golden State will be on. Golden State um, would definitely make it back on. Put Golden State and the Lakers up against each other at the at the ten thirty mark, and just and pick something East Coast, and don't say why. Just pick pick something East Coast, whether it's I know Celtics the, Toronto. You could put, you could do that. You could do. He'll put Celtics versus uh. Zion, you know, that would be put, well, I mean, put the Miami Heat, put the Miami Heat versus Zion, right? That's an exciting yeah. one. You know, something where you can get people back in. But anyways, let's move on to college football. Let's put a pin in uh, a Blue Bloods podcast, okay? So let's, let's put a pin in that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you say? Fort, Fort Worth. <laughs> um. 
I, I but by the way, before we leave that subject, I still think it is the best family show on on TV. And I, I I was a little concerned when they started canceling, started cancel culturing all the uh, police shows. Uh, yeah. a, a few months ago during the riots, uh, I was really concerned that CBS because CBS their television is real not so much their sports but their television is is, is pretty uh, you know left wing looney tunes so uh i was afraid that was going to happen and then i saw a thing about a few weeks ago that the new ones are coming out in november i was like oh thank god it's right because remember they canceled that i never watched it but it was stayed it evidently was extremely popular it came on late night uh, on the weekends i think maybe even like a weekday there was like a police show where they I don't remember what it was called, but there was a police show on like AMC or something that it was live video of them in several different cities. And they would just go to, I guess, I guess the premise of the show was they would go to whatever city was popping off at that time. And they would show live footage, uh, of Probably live PD or something like that. Something like, yeah, it, 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 I, that actually might've been the name of it, but yeah, that, they cancel culture that quickly, and I was like, "Oh, here we go." When you would have had the best footage ever, you cancel it. What the hell are you thinking, man? Really? That's when Roku or someone should have said, "We'll <laughs> we'll broadcast it. Let's go live in Portland. We'll, <laughs> let's beat the hell out of some hippies. <laughs> let's see. Let's see if hippie blood looks looks like regular people blood. Look them all. Let's go. <laughs> um, today." We start off college football noon Eastern Michigan Michigan State. I, the uh, the the spread. I, I need to pull up this morning spreads. I was looking at this late last night. It was twenty. It was twenty one and a half last night. I know, and I, it shocked me because you don't see spreads normally jump that big. It was twenty four and a half just the day before. Wow, okay. that's a big, big jump. You'll see it move a point or two, but you don't normally see a three-point jump. So a lot of money went over to Michigan State. I don't know why. Michigan State got pummeled by Rutgers in the first week of the season. Um, I'm really, really leery touching that game. I honestly think it's going to be much lower scoring. I don't know what the original – uh, over under was, I think it was around 54, which would make sense for some reason. I had it in my head that it was, it was like right at even 54. It's 51 and a half right now. Um, I think if I was going to take anything in that game, that's probably what I would take is either the under or the team total of Michigan state's 14 and a half. And that's pretty low. So, but Michigan state's offense has struggled for the last several years. So it, but I I go back to what when I did it last week with Syracuse when it was seven and a half, I'm like man that is a long college football game to hold a team to less than four, 14 and a half points in a, a rivalry game. What say right. you on that? Would you would you touch that spread uh, any way or the other? I would honestly, man, I would go over with it just because, like I said, Michigan State got beat by Rutgers. But I mean, again, it was the first week, so you want to give some people like a little leeway. But uh, I think this is Captain Khaki's last year, so he's trying out to he's trying to pl- prove some stuff. So I think he might go in balls, guns blazing. So if you go, so what what would your score be? It's fifty one and a half. So I'd probably say I don't know 30, 35, 20, 21. I see more of it like a thirty five seventeen, and that's too close for me to. Uh, Right. Take the over. Uh, 
I definitely wouldn't take Michigan State in the points. I would be way right. too weary of that. Their offense has not looked good. I'll tell you, it, this is the third season now their offense has looked terrible. And the new head coach at Michigan State, of course, is, uh, came over from Colorado. He was the defensive coordinator at uh, Georgia just a few years ago. So, he, so his, he's supposed to be hanging his hat on defense. Now, it right. didn't look like that last week, but it was the first game of the season. But uh, moving on from that, another noon kickoff game. Uh, Kansas State and West Virginia. Th- this one has intrigued me all week. In fact, Justin yeah. picked Justin picked it on his on, on one of his six packs yesterday, and we'll do our six packs here at the uh, top of the hour. Someone is on here. It's, it's on, we got someone. This, this might be Tony. Um, that uh, do what? He's trying to slide into your DM. <laughs> <laughs> Who who do we got here? That's why maybe. Okay, so we have it. We got a Powerball. We got someone talking about Powerball on the show, so I don't I don't. I don't. That's next hour, sir. <laughs> okay, I feel like uh, he's not uh, paying attention. Who whoever is called in, so until I get some kind of verification, I'm going to go ahead and put the mute on that. Uh, before I forget, let's go ahead and throw our. Uh, Stupid underdog picks out. Um, we'll let you go ahead and start this off. Let me get an update here. Uh, going into this week, we have um, you are so you're sitting at five and a half. Tony's at nine and a half. I'm at 20 and a half. Angelo's at an even 23. And then Sean is at 27 and a half. Let me see who, who's on this phone again. I'm trying to unmute him. Who, who do we have here? It's Tony. Okay. I, Tony, can you hear us? Well, he's going to unmute himself, I guess. Um <laughs> Tony, you there? <laughs> it's great radio. <laughs> All right. You're in my pocket. I could tell because um, we, we heard you're talking about Powerball. I didn't know we were in your pocket, so I guess you were talking about a different kind of Powerball. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking. I'm going to check in real quick uh, just to say hello. I, I don't have much time, but. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it should be a long day for me. I get, I'm down in Gainesville now. I get to drive back and get my, my wife and my mom a little bit later and, and head down to the game tonight. But uh, it's a beautiful day out here. But uh, anyway, this is all for uh, Gator Baseball Boosters. So um, it, this was supposed to be in April, but it's, it's now in uh, October. But um, anyway, um, I, don't, I don't have any names. A uh, few, few kids will be out for Florida tonight. It sounds like it's going to be defense heavy, but I don't know who. Um, but uh, I still think it's going to be uh, – like a field goal, close game. Um, I had 41-38. I think it might be a little bit more lower scoring than that. I think Missouri's going to try and run the ball as much as they can, kind of like a did in the second half against us. Uh, kind of go from there. Have you all seen the Gator jerseys that they're going to wear tonight? I, I actually think this Yeah, they're pretty sweet. They're they're the same uniforms we wore against Auburn last night, just the helmets are blue instead of white. So Right, which makes um, it look a lot better. Yeah, I think it'll look pretty pretty nice. I, I like the – I'm more of a white hat, white helmet guy if it's not the orange but um yeah those will be cool i, I think that'll it'll be fun i think uh 
the, the older Gator fans like it, and I think they kind of do it because you know, Spurrier's still around, and, and I think he likes likes getting thrown back to the '60s every now and then. Any, <laughs> anything's better than those turd colored uh, jerseys that y'all wore that one time. I hated those. A uh, and M comes to comes to town for the first time since the '50s, and we dress up like alligators and and lose the game. So I guess the best part about losing that game was. Uh, we'll hopefully never see those uniforms again. What what made no sense about those uniforms is that like they were trying to emulate the look of an alligator, but it looked like a turd like running up and down the field. Like, it should have been more green, and it went when they went more with a brown look. I was like, oh, I don't know. If people remember that? It was about two or three years ago. And I was like, man, I hope it was, it was bad in person as it was uh, as it was on TV. But let me run. We're gonna get started. Just wanted to kind of pop on and say hello. Okay, what's your what's your stupid underdog? Oh, I'll take Missouri, actually. Okay. All right, brother. All right. Later. All right, so we'll put him down for Missouri. Uh, what is the line there? About 14, I think. I had 13 um, last night. Okay. So let me see what we got here. I got to – all right, here we go. That game's at 730 tonight, and he's saying that there's going to be some Gators missing on defense. Um I've got 14, so we'll give him credit for 14. Uh, 14, Missouri, and see what we got here. I've lost my uh, – I don't know what the hell I've done here. Anyways, I'll (laughs) – I had about a hundred things going on at once at the beginning of the show. And I, I usually have a Facebook stream up here that I, uh, go to and somehow I've uh, kicked that thing off. So I, I, I got to pull that back up to put it on, uh, going back to the picks, uh, go ahead and kick it to you as I wait for this thing to load up so I can put Tony's pick in. I'm going with Felipe Franks at A and M. Just him. <laughs> <laughs> what's the I had, uh, what's I the had, line there? Just, I had Arkansas over A and M. It was fourteen points last night. I'm not sure what it is today. Arkansas. Let me pull that up. This is just turning into a nightmare. Here we go. Um, what time was that game? Do you remember? Is that a? Little... I do not. I do not know. Let me see. I want to say that's a mid-afternoon game. I'll, I'll find it here in a second. It's right. It's it's. Uh, as my sheet's looking, it looks like it's uh, it's before the Florida game, but like right before it. So it might be like the three o'clock game. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, it, it is fourteen. I just found it. Uh, so you're gonna take uh, fourteen, Arkansas, and. I'm going to have to navigate through here because I had some – my uh, picks went away when I dropped down that other thing. What, what's your reason for uh, picking that game? I think Arkansas, they, they should have beat uh, Kentucky. They played pretty decent. Felipe, I know him from Florida, obviously. I think he's a good quarterback. Uh, A&M can be thrown on. Florida proved that. Uh, we lost a game, but that was because of our terrible defense, which they just ran all over us. I just think Arkansas has a chance to throw the ball around the field. So I'm going to go with whatever a Rutgers is, as my grandfather used to always say. The Rutgers. I believe, was it 13? 
Yeah, plus 13. They're at home against Indiana, and I'm banking on the fact that Indiana is going to be coming off that big win um, and be a little flat, and it's and it's a road game. And with I forgot that, what you said yesterday. Did you say Indiana's two-point was successful? No. They cheated. Okay. <laughs> well, they didn't cheat. It was a terrible, terrible call by the by the officials. If, just, it, if, if it had not been caught on the field, it would have been overturned. Yeah, it, my thing is there's so many angles that shows that he just he was down, the ball was out on that on the on the sideline before it ever hits. I'm not sure if you listened to the show that I mentioned. I don't remember if that was Sunday morning or Monday, whatever. It was a really funny commercial on Twitter, your promo ad, however you want to call it, that uh, Cheese It did. Where they where they blew up the picture and slid a cheese it in between the football <laughs> the guy you know the guy being down in the football in the pylon <laughs> and they said something like it's a game of cheese its or something like that that's <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty clever though yeah um, which goes back to which goes back to the NFL game when they had the little note card in between the ball <laughs> right and, like and as soon as I saw that and I've thought about this later in the week I said. I thought to myself, I said, you know, for now on, whenever I think of that game, I'm going to think of a damn cheese it because it is in my head. Like I've, like I, I've got it in my head as far as that ad. Um, and if someone has a similar play in, in in the near recent future, it was a really good move by the by the ad team. I'll I'll say that. Right. They're a decent follow on Twitter. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what the sneaky best follow on Twitter is is Wendy's. Follow Wendy's. I'm going to say Wendy's. Wendy's got some fire. You will laugh your ass off about Wendy's. They, I, I expect them to put some kind of political crap out on Tuesday, making fun of both sides or something. They are really, really funny. Yeah. So there you have that. Angelo and Sean will chime theirs in later, but Tony's going to take Missouri plus the 14. Carr's taking Arkansas plus 14. I'm taking Rutgers plus 13. Uh and I just hope I at least cover the spread because I'm slowly climbing up there by covering the spread most weeks. I've hit a few, but the key has been Sean and Angelo have missed a few spreads here recently, so that that helps close the gap. If one of y'all hit, you're going to be right there in the thick of it. Well, I hope, I hope Tony does not hit. <laughs> well, he... Tony famously will do this though. Tony will pick. He's a win. It's a win-win for him. Right. Tony. <laughs> yeah, will, I, I get it. I get where his head's at. <laughs> yeah, he will famously pick Florida's opponent so that if you if you if he's right, then he looks like he's he's smart. Um, <laughs> not walking out of the stadium, he doesn't look so smart with, you know, with that Gator gear on. But he can say, "Hey guys, I called this this morning. I I tried to tell y'all." Um, so right. I mean, I like where his head's at. Right. Uh, there there was news to uh, – where, where's that at? That, that was the other thing. That's what got me sidetracked. I got uh, – SMU Temple has been pushed to November 7th. This game was originally supposed to be played on Thursday. I guess it's got to do with the coronavirus. Um, oh, I had SMU Navy. No, I – I'm talking about next Thursday. Oh, my bad. Sorry, sorry. SMU <laughs> Temple has been. 
I think yeah, I believe it's got to do with the coronavirus. It, yeah, from 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 what I'm reading, it has to do with that. When I first read it, for people who don't know, Temple plays in Philadelphia, and I thought it had to do with the fact that Philadelphia's on fire, and they're like, we're not playing on Thursday night. We're going to slide this into a Saturday afternoon kickoff. Well, they would have the Thursday night lights. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I would do it regardless with, with, with the election coming up. Put put a Thursday night game on in Philadelphia. Who the hell thought that was a brilliant idea? Um. Trevor Lawrence, best case scenario, he he can be back by Wednesday. So uh, there's that. I'm interested in seeing that quarterback. I just want to see because you know Clemson ain't got a dud for a backup, right? They uh they their their backup transferred though. Okay. Uh, Bryce, he went to Wake Forest. He's not looked very good at Wake Forest, but it's funny how you look a lot better when, when you've got. Uh, Clemson players around you, not Wake Forest. Um, I'm about to bring a cardinal rule, and I apologize, but I know you know the answer, so I'm going to ask you. Oh, thank where you. Did Trevor, where did Trevor Lawrence transfer from? Transfer from? Didn't he come from somewhere else? Or no, 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 no. no. He, he, he's a Clemson kid. He was like, man, okay. he, he was a top prospect. He, he, he was one of those can't-miss prospects that did not miss, right? A lot of times we get these can't miss prospects that do miss. You know, remember when we were told Jeff Driscoll was the second coming? <laughs> okay, so this one. Okay, who transferred from Clemson for Lawrence to take the place? Are you talking about when Kelly transferred away from Clemson? Yes. Okay, that's that's who he, it was. Okay, he went to Missouri. I, I believe that yeah. he's he, that he's gone now, but he but yeah, he he went to Missouri. Um, okay, that's right. He, that's the, what I thought as well. What the what the what you're thinking of is when that happened, there was a lot of uh, of uh, up in arms by him being mad because he had taken them to the national title game the year before, but they lost, or taken them to the playoffs the year before they lost, and they went with. It surprised me at the time that they went with the true freshman. And right. then as soon as he decided that his butt was hurt and he was going to go and do that, he ended up going uh, – Trevor Lawrence got hurt. And Trevor Lawrence in his – I believe it was his first game. It might have been his second game. But he gets hurt. And Chase Bryce had to come in and rally the troops and won the game for Clemson. This was the year Clemson won the national championship two years ago. Okay? Right. Had he not done that, I don't know if they would have made the playoffs. So there were a lot of Clemson fans that were kind of ticked off at, at Kelly for dipping out as early as he did. Um, but, yeah, that's that's where we're at there with that. Uh, I'm going to double-check real quick. I believe Missouri, um, their quarterback, yeah, he he is gone. Kelly's gone. I, I think he only had one year left when he went to Missouri. They're a okay. – their cornerback now is Bazelak? Bazelak? I don't know. Connor Bazelak is, is how I would think it's pronounced. And he'll be starting tonight. I've only seen Missouri one time this year, and that was the second half of the Kentucky game. Their offense. I, I saw him versus LSU in that last quarter, so that's all I've seen of them. Yeah, I, well, I saw like the last couple of drives, but I didn't watch them. I was just like, oh, sh oh look at here, look at here. Um, but I actually watched that game last week, and neither team looked very good. But it was it was gross watching that. I was like, Ew, this is SEC football. Are we sure? It was more like 
this is SEC football? Uh, <laughs> there, there was not an exclamation point. There was a question mark at the end of it. Um, <laughs> the uh, Okay, so it's taken us an hour and a half or whatever to, to do one college football game. Let's speed this up. <laughs> Kansas State and West Virginia. Uh, West Virginia is a five-point favorite. Kansas State's number 16 undefeated. I'm with Justin. I think if I was going to take anything in this game, I would take Kansas State in the points. I also like the fact that Kansas State's only their their team total is only forty. Uh, excuse me, uh, twenty and a half. The over under is forty six. What say you? Uh, I think West Virginia, Kansas State's gotten. I mean, they're getting no love. They're they're high ranked because they beat Oklahoma at the beginning of the year, but uh, and haven't lost, which is they're doing their job. I think West Virginia covers by just wins by a touchdown. You think West Virginia wins by a touchdown? Yeah. Wow, really? Okay. Um, I'd be willing to take Kansas in the points. I thought about them as a stupid underdog, but I don't like taking stupid underdogs now that our rules have changed when they're that low. Because I'm like, at that point, if they don't cover, I get two. But at that point, if they don't cover, you, five. Yeah. you know, I like it to be seven or more realistically. Um, we were just talking about Clemson. They were a 31 and a half point favorite has now moved down to 24 and a half points. So basically they're saying that Trevor Lawrence is, is worth a touchdown. I don't know. I think I'd be actually more likely to take Boston college because I could see them being very vanilla to start the game. And, and Boston college has actually played pretty decently this year. It's not like Boston college has been a rollover. Boston College has played pretty good football, especially on the defensive side. I don't expect Boston College to win this game because if I did, I would take them as my stupid underdog. But um, the the young kid's going to be helped by the fact that they're playing in Clemson. So he's not going on the road. He's not like fighting to fight the elements of Boston here in uh, what is essentially November. What say you on this game? Because I I could be talked into Boston College plus twenty four and a half. I, I, man, that's a crazy spread to drop down a touchdown. But I mean, I understand you got Trevor Lawrence, but I think Clemson covers. I think, like I said, I don't think their backup's going to be a scrub. So I think he he knows the system. He's going to come in there and play lights out. So I I would I, I like this type of spread. Actually, I would take the Clemson and the over. You. You would take Clemson minus the 24 and a half is what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Uh, and you're saying the over, you you would take it over 59? Yeah. I think I think it'll be a high-scoring game. Well, I, I, I think, it's, like I said, I think it's, Clemson's going to come out swinging. Proving why they're number one. I, the problem with, with that, let's say Clemson does dominate. Boston College offense isn't the greatest in the in the land. You're gonna to have to get Boston College to get damn near 20 points for them for, for the over to hit. So I, I I would probably steer clear of the over, to be honest with you. Um, the uh, the next one, Georgia, is giving up 17 and a half. They're at Kentucky. This is the game before Florida. I doubt there's gonna be a look ahead because they were off last week. What say you on this game? I'm taking uh, Kentucky. To cover, I, don't, I mean, I don't think they win the game, but I, I say they keep it within probably a ten point game. 
I think Kentucky's played fair all game. They have the last six, seven seasons. They've played decent every game. And I, th- I still not, I'm still not impressed with Georgia. So, I, I think uh, Kentucky with, covers the points. I think the, I think the number I like the best in this is that Georgia's team total is 30, and I think that's that's the number I like the best. I think they'll score 30 on, on Kentucky. But to cover by over 17 and a half, that's asking a lot. On the road in a noon game, um, Kentucky, I don't think their offense is nearly as good as it looked against Tennessee, but I don't think it's nearly as bad as it looked against Missouri. I think it's somewhere in the middle. So, yeah, I'm with you. I I would lean Kentucky plus the points. LSU-Auburn, th- this is one of the most intriguing games of the day. This is the yeah. CBS SEC game of the day, and that you know I will finish that with a question mark as as well because <laughs> this is the best the SEC has to offer to unranked teams. But it should be a good game regardless. It is a rivalry. I'm pretty sure the Tigers will win, but but uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, do you see it more like a GE? AUX Tigers or War Damn Eagles? Man, I don't think either team is good. So I think it's going to be, and like I said, a buddy of mine work, I work with is a big, big Auburn fan, and he is just all up in Bo Nix. And I have no faith in Bo Nix. We actually have a bet that he thinks Trask will finish worse than Bo Nix this year. <laughs> and I don't. What? I don't. I, I don't Say know. Say that again. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, but, uh, what I is the bet again? Say that again. He, he thinks Bo Nix is better than Kyle uh, from Florida. So he's like, what is the so what is the actual bet like? I guess I think it was yards and I think touchdowns and passer rating. I think was the overall in in bet. His only chance is for Kyle Trask to break his ankle to play t- again tonight <laughs> around the first quarter. Right. So I mean, yeah, Kyle Tracks makes it to halftime. He's probably gonna throw more touchdowns than Bo Nix the entire year. <laughs> I'm just gonna put that up. <laughs> right, he definitely have a better letting, quarterback rating. <laughs> I'm letting him have his. I just I don't. Believe, I've told you this every game. I don't believe in Bo Nix at all. And like we talked about earlier in the year, if his name wasn't Nix, he wouldn't be the starting quarterback. And I I believe y'all on that. So I'm gonna take LSU winning by seven forty-seven to forty. Wow. High scoring yeah. ball game. Uh, I do not have that kind of faith in Auburn's offense. Uh, I do feel like LSU's defense is pretty bad, but the sixty-three and a half point spread. I mean, over under is a little, little high for me. I think it's going to be more like a twenty-eight twenty-seven ball game, no matter who wins. I'll go ahead and lean with the hometown team in Auburn, but. I'm not a hundred percent behind that. I just Auburn has shown me a little more oomph at the end of ball games, and with with LSU, look this this year it's just a throwaway year for them. They won the national championship last year. They lost Joe Burrow. They lost Brady, which I think is actually a bigger deal. Um, this this is literally playing with house money. LSU will live to fight another day for the first time in a long time. LSU, Alabama is not going to mean as much. Uh, right. 
Moving I mean, everybody on. knew that's going in. LSU, like, they lost like 13 players to the draft, so this isn't a big shock to anybody. No, but the difference between LSU and what they think they are, which is Alabama, which they are not, is that Alabama loses 13 players to the draft every year and continues to load up. Right. I remember those years fondly at Florida State in the 90s where you're like, we just lost five guys in the first round, seven in the second round, and go, don't worry. I heard we got this guy named Charlie Ward. It's pretty decent. We'll be all right this year. And it was just year after year after year. That's what Alabama's got going on now. It, right. It's it's fun while it lasts. You know, embrace it, y'all, because eventually Saban will retire, and whoever you bring in will not live up to Saban's expectations. And you'll go through a, probably a run where you run a couple of them off. But right now, Alabama fans, you know, keep on rolling that tide and, you know, <laughs> enjoying it because there there comes a day because all this comes in cycles and there comes a day where Alabama football will be. Uh, he's building such a incredible dynasty there with all the facilities as well. I don't think they'll ever fall far from the from the tree like they did. I mean, people forget from about the mid-90s into – the mid 2000s for about a decade Alabama was irrelevant not just on, right. the, on the college football national title landscape you didn't think about them in the SEC much Mississippi State and LSU were going to the we're going to the title game every year so it's right. it's a it's a Oh, those were the good old days when <laughs> we'd have to listen about Alabama football all the time right I feel like there was a Shula somewhere in there there was a Shula he was terrible. There was also the guy, I always forget his name, but the guy came from Washington State that never actually coached. Price, the, that uh, got busted uh, in the offseason. He leaves Washington <laughs> State, and before he ever coaches at Alabama, he gets busted in the offseason. Something to do with, like, strippers or hookers or something. And anyways, it all fell apart. And uh, there he he was like the guy, like one or two guys before Saban. Um, the strippers talk down in down south. Not, uh, they don't do as much out west, right? <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Petrina learned that learned that the hard way as well. Remember, <laughs> remember, he got busted with the hooker on his on his motorcycle. Motorcycle, <laughs> yeah. Well, it was actually an administrative lady that worked for him. But you know, if you're paying her, <laughs> hooker with a question mark. Um, the. Uh, the next game on the docket guys, Oklahoma State and Texas. This is an interesting one to me. It's 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 in uh, Stillwater, so Oklahoma State's got the advantage. I'm a little surprised it's only three and a half points, aren't you? Yeah, that's I actually have Texas versus Oklahoma State, and then three question marks because I don't understand why it's only a three point game. I think Oklahoma State will win this probably by double digits. I think it's brand name. I think it's by branding alone. It's it's like you know we just talked about with with Alabama. The first couple of years, if Alabama's really not as good as as they used to be when Saban leaves, you're still going to get the point spread where people just believe in the brand. People believe in the right. Texas brand. I don't. Now, just right. like Alabama has been irrelevant in my life for about 10 years, Texas has been relevant in my lifetime for about four years. Texas football is the most overrated crap in the history of sports, in my opinion. Since I've been right. watching football, there was that four-year window around the time that Vince Young and a little bit after with McCoy, so we'll say five- to six-year window, where Texas football was respected, revered, 
and important in the college football landscape. Other than that, it has been bookended by let's yeah Texas really yeah I agree they're terrible they're just they're 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 always and they always have these five star recruits they usually get a lot of guys in the NFL but they can never get it figured out for whatever reason um, Florida Missouri I don't believe Tony I think Florida is going to cover that spread. I think they're coming off of two weeks. Gonna be licking their chops. It's a sixty-one and a half is the over/under. I think that I think that might be a tad high because I don't think Missouri's going to score very much. I see this like forty-one to ten. What say you? I say Florida gives up about twenty-five points, and I think they. I think they win, but I think they win by maybe a touchdown, but cover or go the over. I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. Florida's defense is terrible this year. It is, but wait till you see Missouri's offense in for four quarters. I'm telling you, you're gonna be like, it's kind of like you know, Missouri uh, Florida's defense is terrible. Missouri's offense is gonna be like, well, hold my beer, watch this. You think <laughs> you think that's bad? <laughs> It is, uh, as opposed to the immovable object and unstoppable force, it's going to be the exact opposite. <laughs> the very movable object and the force that, that the, the unstoppable force with a question mark. Um, I mean, Florida's had two weeks off. So, I mean, well, I mean, they just, they got embarrassed last time they played. I mean, it was, it was an embarrassing game to watch being the number, I forgot what they were, I think three when they lost. I feel more uh, comfortable taking Florida minus 14 than I do the under on the over under. I will say that I could see where I could see Missouri sneaking in around 21, even 25, what you're saying. But if they do that, then I think Florida hangs 45 on them. I just right. 14 is just, it's not enough. Florida's offense is explosive. I get that their defense is not that great, but the game they lost was A&M. A&M had a formidable offense. They just, I mean, I think they just ran, let's say, every time we knew they were going to the right, running to the right. Their defensive line is terrible, man. It's just, it was an embarrassing game to watch as well, a number three team. And also remember, too, for whatever reason, Jimbo Fisher has Florida's number. So you, you got to take that into consideration. Well, and they had the, they had the 12th man there, too, illegally. <laughs> God, here we go with that. <laughs> Fill the swamp. Fill the swamp. Are we going to pack the swamp tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Pack it with COVID. <laughs> That's going to be the ultimate question mark. Yeah, the moment he said pack the swamp, not only did the Gators get COVID, but the numbers spiked throughout the United States. John, tell you, there's not some kind of conspiracy going on there. Um, Penn State, Ohio State, the big game tonight. Penn State, that, that number, by the way, has dropped dramatically. Um, we've got... We get it pulled up again. Uh, it was, what do I have? I have it jotted down here. It went out at 10 and a half last night. Let me see what it is. This oh, wow. Well, I had it at 13 last night and 64 I, over under. No, I had it at 11, 11. Some heavy money went to Penn State. That's all I know because, okay, it's back to 11, but it was down to 10 and a half last night. That, that number was like around a 13 and a half, 14 early in the week because I thought about taking Penn State when it was 13. 
I had Penn State circled if somebody else had picked my underdog pick to win this game. But I just the more I think about it, what I didn't pick, I think Ohio State. I think Ohio State. I, I hate Ohio State, but I think uh, I think they're, they're going to drum good. them. Yeah, I do too. I think Phil's going to come out and just have a heyday. I kind of hope they do it because it eliminates Penn State from the national title picture. We can just move on because right. because if it's a close loss, they'll go. Well, if we run the table and go. <laughs> Seven and two right. in the Big Twelve and Big Ten. We'll have to listen to that junk. Uh, you know, right. it's, it's the same, same crap that I hear. Still hear Oklahoma fans try to tell us. Um, it's like, come on, man. You know, it's it, your resistance. It's few is futile. It's like that defensive back that tried to outrun DK Metcalf. We're gonna catch you. We're gonna <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna pound on you like like the Serengeti. Um, good job, good job to America on making some memes about that. Yeah. <laughs> That's been good. Is that thing a gif yet? It's got to be, right? Hey, oh, it's a, yeah, it's, it's been a gif. It's like it's it's a, there's a loop. It's like it has the the cornerback running, the Metcalf chasing him down. And every time Metcalf's a different person, and so is it's like Karen chasing down the manager, and like you know, gotcha. it's all kinds. It's good. Um, like that. That's one of the most impressive things athletically. I hate to give this guy any props. Since remember the famous block where LeBron James runs down from behind, from right. he, he went from like coast to coast, and I don't remember who it was, but someone tried to do a layup, and he slammed the ball. It was it was Iggy, it was Iggy Dial. Was it Iggy? Okay, yeah. Um, can we still say that? Uh, <laughs> you can't say Jiggy. <laughs> you can say Iggy. <laughs> well, I'll get Jiggy with it. I'm here to make sure you stay away from the music. <laughs> I get jiggy with it. Uh, <laughs> that over under 64 and a half. Uh, that is the, that's the most enticing thing to me. That is way too high. Really? Did you, did you see Penn uh, State's uh, offense last, last week? Yeah. I mean, I saw them second half and that's when they came back. So I mean, they, the, I didn't see that. I didn't watch the first half of the game, but I was They're pretty locked into that. It looks the, quarter. that quarterback is not good. And that touchdown that they scored. Did you watch the, the touchdown that put them ahead? 21 to 20. Yeah. He, oh yeah. When he fell in the only, no, 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 no. The one that put him 21 to 20, the one you're talking about, put him up by eight to about the one that okay. took the lead. No, I didn't see that. The win, receiver no. was open by like 20 yards, Matt. It was ridiculous. It was in, he still kind of hit like he didn't hit, really hit him in stride. The guy had to kind of stop for a second and catch it. And you know, well, no one else is going to catch up. Exactly. He's up there fair catching and stuff. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it, it was ridiculous. I didn't think Penn state was going to win because they were down by six. It was 20 to 14 with three, four minutes to go, whatever it was. And it seemed insurmountable because Penn state's offense had been that bad. So that's why I really like the under on this because as bad as they looked, First of all, they're not going to have the crowd there, right? There's no whiteout. Pennsylvania's on right. shutdown. Um, that's going to be the number one thing that says, tells me that this is not going to be very difficult. For, Ohio State has struggled there, but they've struggled there with 100,000 people wearing white T-shirts screaming at the top yeah. of their lungs. I just don't think that they're going to be able to move it. But anyways, uh, we'll move on from that so we can get into our pickums, And then uh, the, the only the only two, the two I had on the – on the docket was North Carolina, uh, Virginia minus eight. I think Carolina should cover that. Yeah, it was. I got it at six and a half much earlier in the week, and I had, okay, I got it at seven and a half last night. And Arkansas, that's one of those. 
By the way, that's one of those trick em spreads, as I, as I call them. You go, oh, but they've got to win by a touchdown and, and half a point now. Now I'll put my money on Virginia. And go, Virginia's offense is still trash. That's not going to do you any good. <laughs> Yeah, you can't even score a half a point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you know when when the score is thirty two to eight at the end of the game, that half point did you no good. Uh, <laughs> Arkansas is at a And M. We talked about this. You like Arkansas plus fourteen? I actually, I actually like them to cover the spread. I don't know if they'll win the game, but I am not a believer in A and M football. They have to put together more than just a, a win against Florida for me to think that they're you know the, the, they're back maybe I don't well I don't know if they could ever be back because they were never anywhere but the best A and M football that I ever saw was in like the early nineties they went to like the Cotton Bowl a couple of years they were they were really good defense I forget they they had some kind of nickname for their defense uh, but that's the best I ever saw at Texas A and M football yeah, Johnny 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 Manziel had a good little run there yeah but their defense was terrible like they didn't win yeah. many games. I don't think they ever went to the SEC title game. I don't think they did either. I don't think they could have. It was illegal back then because Alabama had Nick Saban. So, you know, that's, <laughs> is it even legal to go to the if – you, if you're not from the state of Alabama or Louisiana, are you even allowed to go to the SEC title game on the West? Is it, is it even real? Does it exist? Exactly. So, I'll go ahead and start the pickums. How many picks do you have total? Uh, is this NFL and – any. Anything. Okay. I always uh, do I have, six, but how many do you have? I'll go with one, two. I'll go with four. Okay. So I'll go I, ahead. I can do five. I'll do, I'll do five. I'll do five. Okay. So I'll go ahead and start off. I already mentioned it. Penn State, Ohio State, the over-under is now 64 and a half. I got to take the under on that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bang that all day long. I just I just really like that spread. Um, where are you going? I'm going TTU Oklahoma. It's a 15 and a half point spread. Uh, I like I like the uh, actually I like the over on that, and I have TT covering the spread. So you're taking the over, or, or are you taking the spread? Which I'm taking. I'm taking the. I'm, I'll I'll take the over, but I have TT Texas Tech covering the spread. Okay. So, but you're not taking the spread. You're just taking the over. Yeah. Sound like Joe Biden over here. I, I'm, I'm not going to eliminate fracking, but fracking's definitely going away. Wait, what? Come on. Wait, Come what? On. What? What? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, how is that not a gift? Um, I'm going to go Arkansas plus the 14. I like where your head's at on that. I just think it's going to be a close ball game. Arkansas's defense has been pretty good. Where, where are you going next? I'm going Navy and the spread. What is that spread? I I don't have that in front I, of I me. Have, I have 12 and a half. And why do you like that? SM, I just, I just, I have my reasons. <laughs> <laughs> well, we it, like, has no, it, it has nothing to do with them beating MTSU by 40 to start the year, but I have my reasons. <laughs> okay, that's my reason right there. <laughs> I, th- I thought that was Army. The beat MTSU. Uh, and maybe it was. Then I, I <laughs> my whole life's a lie. <laughs> okay. Then, then okay, fine. Then I'll go. I'll go. Let's see. I'll go Miami Dolphins uh, three and a half versus the Rams. So you got Miami plus three and a half against the Rams. Um, 
I'm going to go with uh, North Carolina. Like I said, I got them at six and a half at the beginning in, in my real stuff, but I'll, I'll go ahead here today and I'll, I'll still take a minus eight. I think they're going to cover that spread. I think they're going to show Virginia for being the fraud that they are. Uh, Miami's struggling against them. Just tells me that they were not Miami. Miami's not as good as advertised, y'all. Florida State played a terrible game and they had a terrible quarterback at the helm. And they, their coach wasn't even involved in the game planning the entire week. He had coronavirus. Since then, Florida State's looked a little better. They, the, the the wheels fell off in the second half against Louisville, but Miami, man, they should have really pounded the Virginia Cavaliers into sand last week. And I think that's the only reason why this this is uh this close of a spread. It should at least be double digits. Should at least be 10, 10 and a half. I I, I just don't get that spread. Um, what's your next one? Uh, this is a game. I don't even really know about this game. I just want to watch this game. It's, uh, the NFL, uh, Pittsburgh versus the Ravens. I just want to, I want to see how good Pittsburgh really is. And I have the Ravens at four and a half. Uh, I think they, I think they win that t- by, actually, I think Pittsburgh covers that game. Pittsburgh plus four and a half. Okay. Um, I'll I'll go one NFL real quick. Uh, the Bears plus four. Give me the Bears all day long at home against the Saints. I think that is a that is a reverse spread. I think it should be the other way around. I think the Bears should be a two or three point favorite. Wow. What's your next one? I'm gonna go. <laughs> well, I threw me off with a Navy pick. Um, we'll go Boise State minus fourteen over Air Force. Boise State minus fourteen over Air Force. I, I I've got nothing to add to that one. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I, I have not watched a single bit of Boise State or Air Force. I, th- I think Air Force was on one day, like in the background, but I, it's, that's that's all I got on that. Um, I'm going to take Oklahoma State minus three and a half. I, we talked about this earlier. I just think that is yeah. a bad spread. Minus three I don't and a half. I, I have three question marks beside that game. I just don't understand why that. Like you said, name branding. It's got to be name brand. I don't, I don't get that one at all. You got anything else? Yeah, I'll, I'll just go. We talked about it earlier, but I'll go uh, Kentucky covering versus Georgia. Okay. So Kentucky plus 17 and a half. Okay. Um, I'm going to go one more. I think, I think I'm going to go back to the NFL. Uh, this one. This, is, this to me is a gimme. Give it to me all day long. The Philadelphia Eagles, <laughs> their team total is 27. I think they score in the 30s. I just I don't see how Dallas's defense Dallas defense hasn't kept anyone that low other than Washington. Even Washington got 25. It's yeah. Can you believe <laughs> Dallas is an 11 point underdog? Oof. And they got that can new you, that that can, new can quarterback that I've never heard of. What's that? Can you believe Dallas is only a half a game out of first? <laughs> Oof. <laughs> exactly. They find a way to win. What's your walk-off for the day, sir? Uh, happy Halloween, man. Oh, my walk-off. Congratulations to you on wearing a mask the whole show yesterday. Oof, that, that was not – you know, I've got a Florida State mask that matches this. That I thought about wearing it today. I was like, I'm not doing it again, man. I can't – I couldn't breathe. <laughs> the whole time I just felt bad for you. <laughs> I, man, the, the, you – 
I, I wish you could put that mask on to understand how tight it was. It wasn't just wearing a mask and doing the show. Your depth perception gets messed up and everything. You know, I'm sitting here hitting the wrong buttons. But it, it, it was like locking my jaw, man. Like that is it. That that mask was made in Mexico. It was not. It was not made for Americans. It was. It was made in Mexico by for Mexico. <laughs> right. It, it, it is a small mask, and I was like, I, I can't do it. There's no way no. in hell I'm going through an entire football game. I mean, uh, an hour long show again. I was like, I, I, I can't do this. And I'm doing. We're doing our political podcast next. That'll be up later on. Wake uh, <laughs> on Wake Up Nation. I was like, man, I just. I don't want to get. I don't want to be in that mindset. I'll come. I'll go. Come in hot and angry on that thing. We're uh, no. We're going. We're all going trick or treating tonight. My family's. We're doing a big Wizard of Oz theme, so it'll be fun for Allie. Will be really excited. So it'll be a fun little night for us. Hopefully, it'll be weird. It'll be first Corona Halloween ever. <laughs> well, awesome, man. Uh, we will uh, go ahead and jump off here and. Uh, have a great night tonight. We're just going to pass out candy for the kids. I'm going to actually put them in little baggies so that, you know, for the parents to get bugged out or what. The parents that are bugged out probably won't have their kids out there Halloween trick-or-treating anyways, but I'm still going to give them the option to where it'll they don't have to dig into the same thing that some other kid just dug into kind of thing. So um, I'll have those laid out on a table. we got a plastic table. I'm just going to have it sit out, sit out there. But my wife... Honor system. Yeah, exactly. Some kid's going to go and scoop all 72 bags. And then go, Here we go. <laughs> now I'm going to hold some back. I'll put a handful out and, you know, keep an eye on it. Cause my wife's going to want it. My wife likes to see the, all the little costumes and stuff. She's a big kid at heart. Even though she won't watch Halloween movies with me. <laughs> my, my wife's the same, man. The only, the only Halloween movie my wife will watch will be a spookly, the square pumpkin on Disney junior. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother, we're going to get out of here. Y'all, uh, the replay of this will be up here in a little while. And, uh, Dixie, uh, sorry. Wake up nation. will be on here in just a little while. We'll see you. If you want to know who we are, it's on the logos of our caps. We're mountaineers. Volunteers. With a tie that rolls or Seminoles. We're her. Into the end zone, and the Seminoles are going to bring it out. This is Kermit Whitfield on the left side. A hold to the 30. 35. Yeah! Kermit Whitfield to the 50. To the 40. Yeah! Kermit Whitfield to the 30. To the 20. 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Episode. In trouble in the backfield. Wants to throw now, and he's going to go deep. And I mean deep. And I mean touchdown, Florida. Tyree Cleveland in a miracle finish. Wherever you listen throughout the world, it's...